This program is scheduled for one fall. Must be that time of week again. Hello, ladies and sirs. It's Thursday, it's three minutes past nine. So that must mean you're listening to this program is scheduled for one fall. My name is Silent Mark. I'll be your MC for this evening as per usual. And as per usual, um, I'll be joined by my two colleagues who will be talking wrestling for the next hour. We'll be talking all things uh, SmackDown, all things other stuff, and also an update on uh, beyond on the first ever Fantasy Wrestling League. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to my colleagues. And introducing first, journalist, Beyond Radio's very own resident, author of Holy Grail. And person who came second in the Greg Lambert lookalike competition, it's Greg the Truth Lambert. I, I also won it as well. I won. I won the Greg Lambert lookalike competition as well as came second. You won. You came first and second. I did. Yeah. Just like to point out that Bobby Roode, after the amazing entrance at NXT Takeover over the weekend, I was rather hoping, as as Bobby Roode got that rising podium podium in the Barclay Center, yeah. that I would have a chair with a mechanism that would allow me to ascend to the ceiling. It's not going to happen, mate. It's not going to happen. We don't, have, cash. We don't have the cash for that. Oh, well. Sorry about that. Um, good week? It's been a very good week indeed, yes. And it's been a great week in professional wrestling. It's been I'm, a, it I'm has sure been a my, my colleague is, is going to be talking uh, about his with his dubious opinions. He will be. He will be. Um, speaking of which, um, introducing his opponent... Human, co-host and co-author of Another Monday Evening Show, Alpha Omega wrestler, interviewer, weighing in at a weight slightly too much for his height, it's Mr. Evil Lewis. Dubious opinions. Well, you're wearing you're wearing a booty. Let me just, let me just set, set the scene here. <laughs> Feel the let me power, just set Greg. Set the scene here. Feel listeners. the power. Evil Lewis is sat here in a sky blue bootios. T-shirt. I didn't yes. even know those things actually yes, really existed. They it, do. The, the it's box not just of, a myth. The box actually exists as well. It does. They're a real thing. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have Biggie's genitalia in a jar under that desk, do you? I wish I did. That just says it all, really. I'll be far too busy to talk about wrestling if I did. I tell you that much. <laughs> it wouldn't be here. Yeah, no. It wouldn't be. I, here. I'd still be at home. As would you, and you, it's and true, all the listeners would. at home. My eyes are watering as we speak. They would be. Um, so, big week in wrestling, folks. Big, big week in wrestling. Huge. Let's start off the way we probably should start off. Let's talk about sma- uh, let's talk about Summer Slam. Summer Smash. Summer Smash. Summer Fest. <laughs> slam Slam. Let's talk about Summer Smack, shall we? Why not? Yeah, indeed. Um, so, we're going to go through this bit by bit. Um, I'm going to mess the order around a little bit at the end, um, but let's go for the first match. Um, tag team, Enzo Acasa versus Jericho uh, and... Kevin Owens, thoughts, says. You're looking at me? You're looking at me. What, what, have, you, what, what have you cast your evil eye on at, Summer, at SummerSlam in, gen, in general? Oh, yeah, in general. In general. Because that, that, that match was, you know, it was all right, but there we go. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot to talk about. I've said that. The thing that caught my evil eye in that match, two things. One, Kevin Owens mocking Enzo's silly dance outside the ring was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And two, having Enzo and Cass lose in their hometown which is, you know, not the uh, not the result I think anyone was expecting. Apart from me, because I actually predicted it last week that Owens and Jericho would win. If you it recall, did. you can actually yeah, you, you can really, if you don't believe me, you can listen to the podcast of last week's show now available on iTunes, indeed, and possibly SoundCloud and SoundCloud as well. And we've called, we've called well. it on there though to kind of go in with the podcasting. This podcast is scheduled for one fall. That's clever. Ah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought a, it was clever. That's it, an, it that's worked. A nice little kind of tweak there. Um, my thing with Kevin Owens, I don't think he works as a tag team person. I don't think it fits his personality. From that's my opinion. I I currently love Owens and Jericho. They were, I sh- they were I great. Shouldn't. Double, they were a great double act. I shouldn't love them, 
because you know you could argue that they're not being effective heels, but their backstage promos, uh, picking on interviewer Tom Phillips, calling him before um, SummerSlam. They did a promo on the, the pre-show where they basically called him a different name every time they addressed him. He was like Nathaniel. He was like Paul. He was Simon. He was. It, it, it was genius. And then since then, they've started referring to him as Philip Phillips because why not? So. Um, they're, they're kind of a little highlight. Of and that's going back to what Chris Jericho used to do back in the old days when he first became a major star in WCW during his Cruiserweight Championship run. And he was he, w- he would call everybody by different names. He called JJ Dillon Jojo. He would call Dean Malenko in that brilliant feud he had with Dean Malenko about 20 years ago. He called him Stinko Malenko and all, all these sort of things that uh, he's kind of bringing back now. And Kevin Owens is sort of bringing out, bringing out the best in him, I, I would say. And uh, it's quite clear to me that that team has it. What, what do they have? it okay fair enough they're very good yeah i I can see a possible feud coming down the line though between those two guys because how long can they coexist for indeed we'll see indeed but without wishing to hijack the show man let's not i don't want to go i don't want to go for every single match i want to talk about things in general i want to talk about the weekend in general let's just tear it tear up the format tear it up i'm gonna tear it up He's tearing it up. Torn it up right okay this is what we're doing the ripping and the tearing i'm talking about this weekend in general and basically NXT TakeOver was a great show. Good show. Very really good show. enjoyed it. SummerSlam had the best match of the weekend, though, in my opinion. AJ Styles versus John Cena. I loved that match. That was the highlight of the show that, for me. I loved that match. And I think anyone, people who still criticise John Cena, I'm really sorry. They need to uh, wind their neck in, as they say, because I watch a lot of Neighbours, and they say that on Neighbours. Do they say that in Neighbours? They say that on Neighbours. Wow. I don't know what it means, but whatever, whatever it means, that's what they should do. Because once again, John Cena had an extremely dramatic match, and AJ Styles... The guy has been so dynamic since he joined the WWE, or particularly over the last few last couple of months. So I think it's actually since he went on the podcast with Steve Austin, and Steve Austin gave him one of his pep talks. You know, like Steve Austin sometimes does on the pep podcast. Yeah. He'll give some of these young guys pep talks. He'll tell them to step up to the plate. He'll tell them to seize the, 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 the brass ring. Has anyone ever actually seized a brass ring? I don't know. I, I think you can get ointment pleasant. for it, yeah. though, yeah. It wasn't I think, I think the, the doctor can prescribe something pretty effective for... I mean, why, 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 brass why, ring. Why, why a brass ring? You, you, wouldn't give it to, you wouldn't give it to your fiancé, would you? If you gave your fiancé a brass ring, you'd get a, you'd get a slap across the face. You'd get a you? well-deserved yeah. knockback, wouldn't so why you? Do people, why do people, so why are people so desperate to grab this brass, brass ring? Why are you so desperate to shatter a glass ceiling? Surely you'd bleed. Potentially. Unless you're wearing protective clothing. I don't understand these clichés. I don't get him. But anyway, the point is, AJ Styles has been absolutely exceptional. And, and without a doubt, he's been good. his promos have been dynamic. His performance in the ring have been amazing. And I cannot say enough about the man's phenomenon. As much I, as I hate to agree with you, yeah, I agree. I saw Cena come out on that match. And even though you know he was getting chanted at and this, that, and the other, he, you could see in his face that he knew exactly what he was doing. He, f- he didn't feel like he was in character. He really liked the fact that people were booing him of sorts. You could see it in his face. He's getting a reaction at the end of the day. But I really like the fact that he's like, I don't care what you think. I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have a lot of time for him at the moment. I don't know why, but I've got a lot of time for Cena. In the he's moment. a hardworking guy. You look at the amount of uh, the amount of autographs he signs, the amount of Make a Wish events that he goes to for the for the kids. And uh, I, you know, he's a, he's a company man. He works extremely hard, and his matches are great. And yeah, yeah, he makes a few mistakes here and there. Sometimes you can hear him calling what he's doing and all this sort of malarkey. But at the end of the day, the guy knows how to tell a story. And I love the story between Cena and Styles. This whole Cena is the face that runs the place. AJ wants to be the face that runs the place. And now Cena's disappeared. So all you people who picked him on fantasy wrestling, you're feeling a bit silly, aren't you? Because he wasn't on TV this week and you lost points. But AJ Styles benefited from that. And he is now the face that runs the place. It's great. I love it. It's good. It's good. And um, the two big matches from SummerSlam, though, are uh, the, well, the big ones that may not have gone to plan. Balor ooh, versus Rollins, Lesnar Orton. Ooh, may not have gone to plan. Hmm. Well, that in itself is debatable and, you know, kind of a hotly debated topic. Are you willing to tell the you, you, community? Last week we had a big uh, discussion about the merits of Finn Balor. Yes, we did, yeah. Lewis. You and were, how you overrated were, he is. You were not impressed by him. Surely, no. after his victory over Seth Rollins, despite suffering a serious shoulder injury during the match, carrying on and putting on a very exceptional performance and winning the championship and then vacating the title with class and grace on the following night's Monday Night Raw, surely. You must give respect to the Demon King. You can't be serious, Greg. I am not John McEnroe Lewis, and yes, I am serious. Well, as I said last give week... Give me your counterpoint to that. He's overrated. 
as I said last week. Well, that's what you said last week. Yeah, and have I stand any, by have that. Have you got any more substance to put? You know, have you got any ketchup to put on yeah, the hot dog? He's, he's that overrated that he got himself injured winning his first title, winning the Kellogg's Fruit Winders title, and then <laughs> and then had to vacate it the next day. That's that's not a champion with staying power and... and you're, you're obsessed with cereals. No, I'm not. <laughs> you are obsessed with cereals. It's, it's not cereal. It's like fruit pulp. It's, it's completely different. But it... I, I, the facts speak for themselves. He didn't get himself injured. It's very hard to protect yourself when you get flung into a crowd barrier. It's one of those kind of things. If you just land in the wrong spot, you're going to hurt yourself. He and got he, himself he, injured. He you, stuck you, his arm out. He thought, I know what I'll do. I'll break my fall by sticking this arm over the barricade as I get slammed into it. Oh, no, it's dislocated. Well, look, okay. Fair play to him. He actually pulled his arm, like, relocated his shoulder there and then, which was... Ugh, not nice to watch, but come on. Respect for Bala. While we're talking about injuries, injuries has been, Mark, and I'm sure you'll agree with this. It has. It has been the main topic of conversation in the wrestling world this week. A lot of things have been going on that have been, you know, obviously coming out of SummerSlam. We had Mm -hmm. the injury to uh, to Finn Bala that we mentioned. Mm -hmm. It's going to leave him out for possibly around about six months while Mm -hmm. he gets well. Sasha Banks suffered a back injury, thankfully not as serious, but yeah. she did suffer a back injury in the match with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we had, as you were alluding to earlier, the, in yes. the main event, the situation where Randy Orton was really badly busted open. Very badly. By Brock Lesnar. Who seemingly forgot he wasn't in the UFC anymore. Ten staples in Randy Orton's head. Yeah. And then we had, which we're going to talk, talk about a bit later, an interesting debate about the, uh, the injuries mm-hmm. and, and the style that is coming into the WWE at the moment, the more hard-hitting style where people are taking more risks, Mm -hmm. people are wrestling more in an independent style, which in itself is possibly leading to more injuries. Now, it goes without saying. What's your your view on that? I want to hear what your view is on this. Again, as much as I hate to agree with you, that does go without saying, I think, at the end of the day. The wrestlers on the independent scene, they're not wrestling three or four times a week, day in, day out, all year, Traveling all around the country, they're doing you know less dates, so they've got time to recuperate in between in between matches, in between shows, um, and also they're kind of they're younger, so they're proving themselves, they're making a name for themselves. By the time they get called up to WWE, in many cases they're sort of half knackered anyway. Arguably, in some cases, some of them have spent many years on the independent scene before they get to the big leagues of WWE, and at which case they're probably already already carrying a number of long-standing injuries with them. And at that point, you can't really sustain that kind of wrestling style. Definitely not when you're doing, like, what we're going to have like now, now nearly two pay-per-views a month between two brands. We've got hours and hours of wrestling, sh- you know, of, of content on WWE every week. So these wrestlers are wrestling, you know, TV every week. They've got live house shows in between those. Every week, they get, like, is it, what, two weeks a year off they get something like that, if that, um, unless they get injured. It's not sustainable, which does lead into something that I know you want to discuss, um, something that a lot of people in the internet wrestling community, as much as I hate to say that, because um, have been discussing since, well, Tuesday or Wednesday in our case. Well, I will discuss that later on. I would like to point out that there are some independent wrestlers who do wrestle a full-time schedule, particularly there are some in Britain, the ones who wrestle you know, with all-star wrestling in particular, people like El Ligero, sure. people like my man, the show Steeler Nathan Cruz. He's who you're going to see at Alpha Omega Wrestling, Golden Chance on September the 17th at Morecambe Winter Gardens when he breaks the stick streak. I digress. They are wrestling full-time, but yeah. they are learning the art of telling a story. They are learning how to entertain the crowd without necessarily putting their bodies under the kind of strain that leads to consistent injury. And that, to me, is the art of professional wrestling. Bret Hart has gone on the radio this week and criticised Seth Rollins. because, And I don't know whether Seth Rollins is necessarily to blame for what happened to Finn Balor. He may be being unfair in this instance. But Bret Hart has said that Seth Rollins has now injured Finn Balor. He injured Sting. He injured John Cena. Seth Rollins, in wrestling this hard style, and of course he he got injured himself as well and was out for a long time with a knee injury, what Bret Hart is saying, again, playing devil's advocate, not necessarily agreeing, is that Seth Rollins has got to start to learn to wrestle smarter, to not hurt people. Bret Hart is talking about how he went through his whole career wrestling a style, which was an exciting style, a lot of good matches, but he never hurt anybody. 
So, it's potentially. Do a valid we need to argument. see more? I think we need to see more. Do we need to see more people, more wrestlers wrestling, a less risk-taking style, which may not necessarily please the fans as much, but will not lead to people shortening their careers. That's that's an interesting debate, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, Bret Hart, he, he he's he's an old man now. Old people like to moan about stuff. Bret Hart likes to moan about stuff, and it seems a little bit like that's what he's doing. He he does kind of have a valid point in there, but at the same time, you could say the same thing about AJ Styles, who you know his move, the Styles Clash, has like legitimately broken two people's necks in the last couple of years, um, and and almost killed those individuals. Now again, when that happened the same argument came up, which was, was it the fault of AJ Styles? Was it the fault of the opponent who maybe didn't know how to safely take that move? Uh, does anyone, did anyone really come out with a decisive sort of answer either way? Well, you know, the, the other side of the argument is it's wrestling. You're yeah. going to get hurt. Yeah. People say, oh, it's all fake. They don't have a clue what they're talking about. I got dropped. I talked about this last week. I got dropped on a Ram Slam by Johnny Fear three months ago on a hard ring and I didn't land very well and I've still got a pain in my arm three months on. I still have a, a bit of trouble with it. I know, and, I, and I'm, I'm not a wrestler. You know, I don't do this for a living. I don't do this day in, day out. You are going to get hurt, but at the same time, you know, someone like Randy Orton, for example, he got busted wide open. Yeah, try telling him wrestling's fake. Well, there is, there is a possibility that was planned. That, yeah. was, that was planned. Randy Orton knew what he was getting himself into. Maybe yeah, not expecting quite so much blood, but at the end of the day, he's in the main event of a massive pay-per-view. I'm sure he's getting well compensated for doing yeah, that. of course. Obviously. With that in mind, did you notice Paul Heyman's face when that was happening? Oh, yeah. But either, Paul Heyman's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but either... It could, be, it could be just a fantastic piece of performance from Paul Heyman. Either he's a very, very good actor or he was genuinely upset with what Lesnar did. The first one. You think it's Without that? Without a yeah. doubt. Hundred percent. Yeah, Paul Heyman is the is the master of performance art. Look at us agreeing. I, I don't like this, Greg. We're agreeing on a lot of stuff tonight. Let's talk we? about Takeover. Okay. okay. Well, Takeover. I, 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 I like that first match. The first match. I, I was I was surprised by the by the by the finish. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I would have liked to see my man No Way Jose beat Austin Aries, but but he didn't. It was good because again, you know, he's he's not as good as you think he is. Austin Aries, proven, tried and tested. You know, he won. He won the match. He was interrupted during his celebration by Hideo Itami, who, talking about injuries, he's been injured for like close to a year, I think, if not longer, um, and recently made his return on NXT Weekly TV. But he uh, interrupted Austin Aries' celebration in the ring, hit him with the uh, the GTS, and um, I'm guessing those guys are going to tangle again further down the line. Yeah, but Lewis, what? why did Hideo Itami come out in a full, pristine suit and no socks. That's a good point. He had shoes, but no socks. Yeah. Why did Hideo Itami not have any socks? It's the biggest show of the year for NXT. Mm -hmm. He's in the back. He sees No Way Jose, his friend, put in the last chancery by Austin Aries. He's clearly all dressed up to the nines, ready to run in and save him, and he couldn't be bothered to put any socks on. What's the matter with the man? He's clearly too good for socks. Maybe he doesn't have any socks. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been injured, hasn't he? So he hasn't got those paychecks rolling in. Maybe he can't afford the socks. Maybe we should get the listeners to donate socks for Hideo Itami. I think That's we should. Idea. I think we should start like a, a socks for uh, Itami fund. I can't even words. Socks campaign for Itami, yeah. He, yeah. The, the guy needs some socks, clearly. G GTS, get the socks. He could have had those horrible little footlet things on that hide inside your shoes that you don't see. It's a, it's a possibility. He could have done. Yeah. We, so, we, so don't, we don't know for sure that he didn't have any socks whatsoever, but eh, socks in the conventional sense, he needs them. Indeed. So, let, listeners, we want you to donate socks for Hideo Itami. If you'd like to send us them... Pray um, for Hideo. Pray for Hideo. <laughs> G G G GTS does not stand for Go For Go To Sleep. It, it stands for Get The Socks. It does. For Hideo Itami. Uh, hashtag, hashtag Get The Socks. Please donate them to... Have we got an address? Um, carry a pigeon to, to be on radio. There Towers, I think. Yeah. I, d I don't know if we do have an address to send things to. Make them white with a but, little but red, with a red circle. Yeah, on but it realistically, do we really want to get loads of socks in the post? Yeah, I think yeah. we should. And I think we could then send them. We could maybe go to Brooklyn. Go, well, we'll go to a takeover, present them to Hideo. And uh, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Fair of enough. course he would. We'll have a think. Um, let us know what you think about what we've been talking about. 07399 08 or email studio at beyondradio.co.uk. I'm going to break this up for a second. I'm going to 
play a bit of music. You guys calm down and uh, we'll come back. But I wanted to tell him about how wrong he was about uh, Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. And you can do that after this. Okay. We'll be back in a second, I promise. Oh, and whose was that then, though? Beg your pardon? Who's, uh, whose music was that? That was the Big Boss Man, obviously. There we go. Come on. Just testing you. Yeah. Just testing you. So, so, yeah, Silent Mark, the wrestling, sh- the wrestling show host who doesn't know about wrestling. I have no idea. Ah. That's, that's why I'm hosting. Ah. It's why I'm ah. hosting. Who can forget the jailhouse match from SummerSlam 1991? You don't forget that, do you, Mark? Never. Many people have tried. You never saw it, did you? <laughs> never. Oh, I, don't I was know. six at the time. No excuse. You had the WWE Network at one point. At one point, yeah. Yeah. When he put the Mountie in jail, and then the Royal Canadian Mounted Police complained because they didn't want a, uh, a, a Mountie as a bad guy portraying the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in a bad light. I don't know. Wrestling is too politically correct these days, Mark. I'm going to have a rant about that later. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, one thing that well, you want to tell him how wrong he is about Samoa Joe. No, we could just, we were talking about NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Um, so the obvious like thing to lead into with that would be obviously the uh, the main event. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, who Greg seems to think is overrated because he's a fool, versus Samoa Joe, uh, who's your best mate, who lost his NXT title to aforementioned Shinsuke Nakamura. So how do you like them apples? The king, the king of soft style. No, he's the king of strong style. The king of incontinence. What's this thing with incontinence? Because it, 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 it just shakes and quivers, and it's quite clear that he hasn't been. Hasn't been? He hasn't been. Where hasn't he, he been? He hasn't been before he He's came. He never, been all he over never, the world. He never went before he came to Brooklyn. He should have gone before he came. Seriously. Well, maybe and then, he didn't and then, have and time. He, he wouldn't be like quivering and shaking like he needs to go. You know what I mean? Kanye West on violin should have told him. I don't think that was Kanye West. It was Kanye West. I... Stealing the show as usual. Kanye West has to be everywhere. I don't think it's cool to say that, Greg. It was Kanye West. Um, it looked like Kanye West. Can, can we move on from this before we get in trouble? All right. Um, the one thing I want to ask, um, which uh, women's championship match was better, NXT or SummerSlam? Hmm. Which I think NXT. Women's championship match. Oh, without a doubt. Bayley yeah, versus I thought NXT, yeah. NXT yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't rate the, the SummerSlam match in the slightest. Um, it was filled with mistakes. Yeah. They can do better. They can, and I've seen them do better. Um, the tag, the women's tag team match as well. Thoughts on that? No. Becky Lynch lost as usual. Yeah, there we go. There's a surprise. Like we said. The um, only prediction I think I got wrong last week, actually, yeah. was the tag title match on SummerSlam. Okay. Where I did actually think the club, Craig, did. Craig Collins and Festus, I, I, thought they would, I thought they would win. Well, technically they did. But they didn't. But technically they did. Well, I thought they win the titles. To be fair, I thought it might have been the time for the New Day to lose the titles, but clearly not. Clearly the power of positivity reigned strong. And all, all, all those bootios that they're eating. I feel bad for the club, though. I don't know why they had to turn them into Bunsen, Honeydew and Beaker just, just to try and, give them, try and give them a little bit of pizzazz. You know, isn't it not enough that they can beat people up? I didn't wonder why one of them came outside going... I mean, usually I'm, I'm, I'm okay with gimmicks. Yeah. I, am, I am okay with a bit of outrageousness, but... You know, there's people who need it, and I don't think the club do. I will talk about someone who does need it, though, shortly. Okay. Your thoughts, Lou? On the uh, on that match? Yeah. Again, I, like I said, I, I think that I thought that the New Day would lose, but they didn't. Um, and I think that Gallows and Anderson currently are resorting to basically high school humour. You know, they're coming out, talking about feeling testy and how it's going to be nuts and Biggie's ring postitis. Uh, you know, it, it was kind of amusing at first, but after a while it just kind of becomes like a 12-year-old telling you a joke they heard in the playground that isn't funny because, you know, it's knob gags, basically. Carl Anderson does like Craig Collins, though. I don't know. I think Craig Collins is wider and, and does chest day more often. I'll take your word for that. Craig Collins has an incredible set of breasts. You can't argue with that. Come on. I haven't looked. How can you not? They're, they're there for all to see. Wasn't he one of yours at some point? Well, he was until he decided that he could go on without me, and, and, and now he's on the shelf with a bad shoulder. So many people have done that. So yeah. many people have turned around and said, you know what, I think we can do without him. I know, and they've lived to regret it. 
Are you sure? Well, like I said, he's not he's not wrestled ever since my man Chris Ridgway pretty much tore his rotator cuff. And yeah. um, I then danced around him in the Winter Gardens to the in an Eric Morecambe style and had a whale of a time doing it. I have no remorse. He deserved it. If he doesn't want my guidance, then what can I say? You do know he's going to be back, right? One man riot. Haven't heard from him since. He's the one man quiet. Oh, he will be back. He just will. Well. Um, we're going to go on with the fancy wrestling in a second. Uh, we did get an email during the week, gents. Really? Yeah. What, we, got, we actually got We one. actually got wow. fan mail during the week. I am stunned. Um, we have a group on Facebook. Um, it's the official This Program is Scheduled for One Fall Facebook group. Search for us. And get online. You'll, you'll like find it. Us. Um, we did get an email uh, from a gentleman called Keith. He says, uh, hi, Mark, Greg, and Louis. Genu- Louis? Genuinely. He put Who's Louis? He, you. He genuinely, he put Louis. Um, I don't know this Louis guy. Who is he? I, th- I think he means you, but... Um, just wanted to say, I heard the show last week and really enjoyed it. I've been a fan of wrestling for many years now. Uh, I've got most of the action figures and a few replica belts too. It's nice to hear a show like this on the radio. I would love to be involved with the show. Is there any chance I could take part? Be like a show mascot or something. I could be the hottest free agent in community community radio. Hope you're all well. Uh, Keith Slater. Keith Slater. Keith Slater. Keith Slater. Keith Slater. Je- Jen- Keith Slater, yes. You having a laugh? No, no. The the the, mess- the email came from Keith Slater. Well, Keith, I think I speak for myself uh, and, and Mark and Lewis when I say sod off. I go with that. Also, listen, Keith, it's Lewis. Evil Lewis. Louis, honestly. All right, mate. Come what? On. Just calm down. Get it right. Recognise. You're fine. You're fine. Mm, you're, fine. you're fine. Um, right. So, Greg, over to you. It's now time for... Fantasy Wrestling Indeed. on the we radio. Do. We need a thing for this, surely. Report. We do. Week one. And then I'll try and find a bed. Carry on. Go just, just play anything. Just, just play a Play thing. some Matt Hardy. Just, just play some Matt Hardy. Just play a little bit of Matt Hardy saying Matt something Hardy. insane. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a Matt Hardy thing. Bear with me. Here we go. I had a premonition. There we go. <laughs> We Every had, time. We had a premonition. I love his premonitions. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go, you got oh, a bed. Oh, oh. Thank you. It was wow. the first one I came to. Wow. Well done. So, Fantasy Wrestling Report now. Fantasy Wrestling began. It began as soon as SummerSlam 2016 ended. And it began with 11 teams. Indeed. We wanted 12. We nearly made it. We nearly made it to the, the, the target. We got 11. 11 is nearly 12. And everyone, just about... Once with a little bit of tweaking here and there, adhere to the rules, and uh, we're underway with fantasy wrestling. And basically, what's happened this week is because Impact Wrestling airs tonight mm-hmm. in the United States, Turning Point. It will be a, a pay-per-view week, as Turning Point is a TNA special. And because this show happens on a Thursday before that airs, then TNA will not count towards this week's points totals. We'll start afresh when it airs on Sunday next week. So basically what's counted towards this week's was this week's edition of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Now, going live on the Facebook page very soon, you will see the league table. And it's very, very tight at the top, gents. We have a five-way tie. Ooh. We have five teams all on four points. And I that have doesn't s- sound good. It's not good. But it's not been. It's been a lower scoring week. Like I said, there's only been three programs counting when there would normally be four, and it's not a pay-per-view week because SummerSlam did not count. You gained extra points on a pay-per-view week. You see, so gents, you'd be pleased to know that your teams. Obviously, my team's doing well because I picked a fantastic evil. team. The forces of evil will dominate gloriously, Greg. Well, you are you are joint top, Lewis. I yes, I am. And uh, the <clears throat> silent but deadly. Yes. Silent Mark, um, also describing his bodily habits, is top, joint top, joint top of the league table, along with Mew, what a puss, from our listener Alan Ridout, Rideout. What kind of a name is that? I have no idea. (laughs) Some of these names. I have no idea. Some of these team names are absolutely bizarre. Ryan Hunter, professional wrestler from Alpha Omega Wrestling, is joint top with a team called Forced against my will. Nice. If I were him, I would have gone with the Hunter Maniacs, just saying, but you know. Eh. I mean, this, this guy clearly, I mean, he's got a mentor called Xander Cooper. 
in Alpha Omega Wrestling. Oh. Clearly, he's weak. He's been bullied into it. Hasn't he's been he? bullied into it. Didn't even occur it. to Sander me. Sander Cooper has bullied him into joining our fantasy football league, fantasy wrestling league. That's meant that, that as well. And Shining Wizards are top as well. Our listener Shahin Najafipur. Yes, he has four points as well. Top point scorers this week. Well, top points go to the star of the week. The star of the week every week gets 10 points for your team. And this week's star of the week, I'd like to play a clip, Mark. Okay. Was the gentleman who was on television speaking his mind in a quite sensational, or some might say, awesome style. Uh, there's no gentle way to say it. To me, you wrestle like a coward. You wrestle like somebody who's, I, af- who's afraid to get hit. Like, I, I, re- I, wrestle, I wrestle like, like a coward. You wrestle I- like a coward. I'm the one. If I if I were to create a wrestler who to me like embodies like when I was an independent guy and I was thinking like oh, okay what's the soft WWE style it would be that WWE is transformed in the you, last. Hold on, you you had to, you, you had your chance to talk. You you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm the coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for ten plus years I have never never in my career ever have been injured I don't get injured for six months to a year I am here each and every week but you sit there and call me a coward yeah. I'm the coward wait let me tell you about a coward let me tell you about a guy okay the miss the miss indeed what a performance what a verbal performance he destroyed Daniel Bryan he, he went on and you can watch the whole clip on our Facebook page he went on, on to rip Daniel Bryan to shreds to the point that the Smackdown general manager walked off set making the point that we were making yep perhaps a little bit more eloquently than you did Lewis I have to say but making the point that we were making earlier about the fact that you need to work safe in the ring you need to work smart and it may not necessarily be what the fans want to see but longevity and making money is what it's all about and the Miz hit the nail on the head and he is my star of the week he gains 10 points fantastic what a shame though that no team in our fantasy wrestling league picked the Miz you're all a bunch of losers you're all a bunch of cowards in fact you failed to pick the Miz and so no points are given out this week sadly the 10 points do not count. With that, shame. In, with that in mind, Charles Nelson Riley's just emailed in. Uh, the Miz has been a long-time favourite of mine, and his rant on SmackDown was 100% right. Working a safer style is definitely needed in WWE, as seeing guys like Rollins, Balor, uh, et al. getting injured all the time is going to get up real old real quick. Nakamura is great, um, but people seem to forget that he injured Joe on TakeOver 2. Also, Balor is very good, but continuously overrated. Yes. Agreeing with both, I, 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 weirdly well, agreeing with both of you. Well, I would do, but I would also point out that Charles Nelson Riley is in our fantasy league. He thought he'd be clever by picking a team full of women, thinking they would all be on television every week. He picked a team called Team Total Divas, and it completely backfired on him when Eva Marie got suspended and Sasha Banks got injured, and Nia Jax wasn't even on Raw this week. So Yabu sucks to you, Charles Nelson Riley. There we go. Um, who was your, your dummy of the week? Dummy of the week. Yes. Well, I have to say, dummy of the week is actually a tag team. And it, the top, another, another, basically, again, the, 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 team, the team captains in Fantasy Wrestling League missed a trick because you score points for winning a television main event. Anyone who picked Roman Reigns this week got three points because he beat Chris Jericho in the Raw main event. Anybody who picks Ray J Styles got three points because he beat Dolph Ziggler in the SmackDown main event. But the Authors of Pain, that awesome team under the management of Paul Ellering, were in the main event of NXT this week, two of them, and they won the main event. If you'd have drafted the Authors of Pain and Paul Ellering, you'd have picked up seven points. Nobody did. And the team that they defeated at the NXT TakeOver special were the Australian duo of Nick Miller and Shane Thorne, known as TM61. I don't get that. TM61. What's the 61 about? What on earth <laughs> is a TM61? I don't You're know. You're on the biggest show of your lives. These two good-looking, young, talented Australian lads, and they give themselves a name that makes literally no sense. Sorry, boys. You are my dummy of the week. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it twice because there's two of you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to get it again then. <laughs> Well, yeah, I thought you had done it twice. Technical difficulties. No, no, no. We, we, we'll just say it's fine. It's fine. It, I want to do fine. it right, Lou. You did do it right. Do it right it's or fine. not at all. We're just drawing attention to, to it. That just 
But that's just what leave we it. Do. It's what just we do. leave it. It's what we do. Just leave it. Shh. I don't think anyone's onto us. If, if Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Are you happy now? Yes, I'm happy now. Shane Thorne and Nick Miller are my dummies of the week because they've got a silly team name. It's not marketable. Guys, you need to stand out. You've just arrived in NXT. You need to make an impression. What is wrong with embracing their Australian heritage? Are people scared of stereotypes in wrestling these days? It's just... Have you need... seen wrestling? Of course not. <laughs> Bring back out back Jack. That's what I say. Back in the day, you know, if you had an Australian wrestler in the WWE, so if, to... if you had an Australian tag team, they'd call themselves the Kangaroos. They'd be the fabulous koalas. They'd be, I don't know, neighbours. So how, you... how, how about home and away? There you go. You could have Nick home and Shane away. And they could come out with surfboards and call everyone flaming galahs. Now, oh, that is embracing God. your Australian heritage. There's nothing wrong with it, Lewis. You're saying that in the modern era of wrestling that they should call themselves home and away. Why not? It's better than TM61. What, what's, what, what could possibly... Is it Tasmania? I don't know. What, what does the TM stand um, for? They, it they were any sense I, at all. I believe they came from Pro Wrestling Noah, where they were known as, uh, known as the Mighty Don't Kneel, TMDK. It's rubbish. They could call but I don't men. know where the yeah, 61s come here's from. One. They could call themselves men at work, and then they could come Why? out, confront the officer of pain, and just smile and give them a Vegemite sandwich. They could do anything what? like anything like that. You're would, insane, would Greg. It would be fantastic. And we need, you know, to me, I think we need more stereotypes in wrestling. And it's not, I'm not, you know, it's, it's because we need to have, it's an entertainment business. You need character to stand out. You can have, Embrace your heritage. If by filling Nakamura, wrestling with offensive if stereotypes. If Nakamura threw salt in people's eyes, I would give him more respect. Why would he throw salt in people's Although eyes? Although I don't actually know what has, if that has Why anything would he do to that? do with Japan at all. Yeah, no. It has nothing to do with Japan at all. But I'd still give him more respect. You know, we need to go back to the days where the Iron Sheik could spit on the flag of America without a petition being started on change.org. You can't do it in the modern era, Greg. I don't understand why. You can't why. fill wrestling with offensive stereotypes. They're not offensive. Well, they clearly Embrace are. That's why we can't heritage. do them. Embrace your heritage. RJ Singh embraced his heritage. Yeah. Roddy but... Piper embraced his heritage. He wore a, he wore a kilt. A bit, No yeah. one said that was an offensive that stereotype. Was, that was quite it's a while ago. It's about how you do it, Lewis. It's about how you do it. It's... Yeah, but the way you're proposing doing it sounds just like, like, not even borderline offensive, just outright offensive. Well, how come you could do it on Home and Away then? What? How come Al Stewart? They're actual Australians on an actual Australian soap opera. Stewart is offensive. Al no. Stewart comes out and calls people flaming galahs. I am suggesting... I don't watch Nick Home Miller, and Away. I am suggesting that Nick Miller and Shane Thorne call people flaming galahs. There's nothing offensive about it. They are just embracing their heritage. I'm glad you're not running a wrestling company anymore, Greg. I really I am, am honestly. I am telling you, this is what needs to happen. And they Jeez. are my dummies of the week. And I'm really sorry. I have to say, I'm really sorry to Evan Thompson uh, of the underdogs. He had a bad week anyway, because for some reason he decided to draft the big show, Kane and The Undertaker, who are just, just not on television. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Evan, you lose three points for each of those because they're, they're just not on TV at the moment. Well, I'm afraid you're the only person who drafted Shane Thorne, so you've lost five points there, and you're now on minus 15, and you're miles adrift at the bottom of the league. Sorry, you picked the dummy of the week. So there we go. Unlucky. Um, with that in mind, um, we do have to come to the, the big question of Thimbala. Yes. You, uh, you... Surely he's the dummy of the week anyway. Getting himself injured. He embraces his heritage. Having to relinquish his he title. He embraces his heritage. No, if you're going, going, going are you off what you that's offensive. Going off what you said, Finn Balor should come out dressed as a leprechaun with a bowl of Lucky Charms. Well, Hornswoggle. And did. if he did, I would. He would have more credibility in my eyes. Finley did. Yes. Was that offensive? He's not a demon. He's a small Irish man. I'm just saying, you need to find out. They need to do something to embrace their Australian heritage. I don't care what it is. Come out with like wide brim hats with the. Corks well, I tell you what, if Finn was in charge of NXT, that's exactly what they'd be doing. Yeah, maybe, anyway, maybe, yeah. Finn Balor, the Finn Balor question. Yes. yes. Well, I got asked very nicely, I have to say, by uh, Shaheen of the Shining Wizards, what happens with Finn Balor? Because he's now injured for six months and I've drafted him for my team. That means I'm going to lose points if he's not on television every week. Well, I considered Should have picked a better wrestler, shouldn't you? Well, you know what? He asked nicely, though. And the, the point about this, Lewis, is... I knew, you know, I knew you'd start on this. I knew you'd think this was unfair. Well, you said it was at your discretion. It is at my discretion. My decision is final. I'm telling you, Finn Balor suffered that injury before the season started. Correct? Yeah. Okay. 
He suffered that injury at SummerSlam before the season started. I mean, I thought that the season... Initially, I thought it started at midnight, but if, if you are clarifying tonight that it started after SummerSlam, then yes, he suffered the injury before the season started. I can change the rules if I want. Anyway, he, as far as I'm concerned, he, he, he suffered injury before Raw anyway, which is when you started scoring points. Okay. So I am willing, because you asked so nicely, Shaheen, I am willing to allow you to replace Finn Balor. On this occasion, I may not be so lenient in future. But I'm going to do it on several conditions. Those conditions are that you replace him with somebody from Raw, you replace him within your budget, and you forfeit the point that you scored for Finn Balor appearing on Ooh. Raw this week. If you're not going to have him in your squad, then you must be willing to accept the fact you're not going to benefit from him being in your squad. And you've got to think about this, Shaheen. Think about this. What if WWE, every single week between now and Finn Balor's return, have him appear on Raw as they follow his diary to recovery. How stupid will you be then, that Shaggy? That totally sounds like How something WWE would do as well. How stupid will you feel then if you have lost the chance to pick up a point from Finn Balor? How stupid will you feel if Finn Balor comes back four months ahead of schedule and suddenly wins every title under the sun and main events every pay-per-view under the sun and you have got rid of him? So you need to consider these things very carefully, Shaheen. I will give you until Sunday at midnight to make your decision. And if you go on to the Facebook page, you will notice there are some new additions to the Raw roster. Some of the cruiserweights have been added. Added? Added? Added. I have also added a major star from Raw who's doing particularly well at the moment, appearing every week. A local competitor. A local competitor. There's no one called a local competitor, Greg. They, they are. If you look at the WWE website, every week they have a local competitor. Braun Strowman versus a local competitor. You can't do that, Greg. I can do that. You can't. There's, um, there's, there's no one local competitor. Pounds. If you want a local competitor, you can have him. You mean the guys available. that Braun Strowman comes out and destroys and decimates on every a weekly week. basis? Every week. You watch the WWE.com videos. Every week it's the same. Braun Strowman versus a local competitor. This, this week it was a guy called Johnny Knockout. A, a local competitor. Okay. You can draft him if you want. This caught my evil eye this week. Johnny Knockout, okay, as bro as Braun is making his way down to the ring, okay. Byron Saxton, I'm here with Braun's opponent, Johnny Knockout. Why are you doing this? Now, I feel like Mr. Knockout went off script here and thought, you know what, I'm never going to get on Raw again, so I might as well just have a laugh with it. Why are you facing Braun Strowman tonight, Mr. Johnny Knockout? There was an awkward silence, and Johnny Knockout said, because I like big, sweaty men. Live on Monday Night Raw. He did say that. Then Byron Saxton kind of looked a little bit taken aback and went, well, uh, hopefully you'll still have a heartbeat after this because presumably Johnny Knockout was supposed to feed him into that line. That's all I can guess. The guy's a hero. He's a local competitor. He's never going to work for WWE and you, again, and you, and you but he wasn't him. anyway. So You can draft him, Shaheen, if you want, or you can spend $20 million on someone because that's what I'm basically saying. You can... You can replace him within your budget. And Alan, if you're listening, Alan, who also drafted Finn Balor from Mew, what a puss, uh, you've got to ask me nicely. You haven't been in touch, mate. You need, People you, have to you ask need... you individually. Oh, yeah, they? yeah, absolutely. Okay. You've got to send me a really well-worded email. No spelling mistakes. Wow. And then I might, I might consider doing the same for you. There Here we ends go. the Fantasy Wrestling Report for week one. We move on to week two next week. There we go. So um, tune in to the Facebook group for more information about that. Um, I'm going to play a song. We'll be back in a second with... Um, have you got more Evil Eye, Lou? I don't know. Probably. There's other wrestling has happened that we haven't talked about yet. We'll have so, a look. Know. But there's the important thing. I've got a thing. bunch of Evil Eyes. I've got two of them, in fact. But there's the important thing of Greg Lambert's be uh, dare from last week. Ah, indeed. That's more important. Oh, yes. We'll come back with that in a sec. Okay, so, last week, Greg, I gave you a bit of a, a dare, shall we say. You wrestling did. dares. A wrestling dare. Did you enjoy uh, uh, Adrian Street's theme tune, by the It was way? very good. I enjoyed Adrian it. Street, a yeah. great wrestler from the world of sport era. Yeah. Uh, stereotypes in wrestling. Bring them back. That's what we want. That's what <laughs> well, you want, that's clearly. That's why I insisted Jeez. you put on you playing that. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so, anyway, we... Uh, I bet you last week, I dared you last week, to get Johnny Fear to do some um, poetry and record it for us for the yes, show. Yes, you did. So I, I succeeded. 
So you, you succeeded. I succeeded in my day. I don't believe it. I got Johnny Fear to recite a poem. And I have to tell you, before you play this bit of audio, right. I think you'll find that Wordsworth, Kipling, Shelley, and Keats combined don't top the oratory and the sheer moving and passionate and emotional quality of the word smithery of the psychotic warrior here. I think you're actually going to cry, Mark, Lewis. Okay. I, I really do think so. I think you better get your hankies at the ready. I possibly might cry, but not for the reasons that you uh, think Lou. I'm going to. You need, you need to give it a build-up. I think he's overselling it. Maybe. I, is, if this is you doing a terrible impression of Johnny Fear, then I don't think that counts. Don't no. Be ridic- no, this is this is in Johnny Fear. You, you asked me to get Johnny Fear to recite a poem he live did. on air. Yeah. Mark asked that is see. what I have done. Play the footage okay. and I'll prove I'll, it. I'll play. Here we go. You have the passion. You have the ambition. You have the intensity and dedication. I'm using it for motivation. I lost by disqualification. There you go. That's that rhymes. <laughs> that is Johnny Fear. <laughs> that is Johnny right. Fear <laughs> reciting poetry live on air. I'm sorry, I'm not having that. What do you mean? <laughs> that's, that's not Johnny Fear reciting poetry. That's it was. that's just clips of Johnny Fear that happened to rhyme. <laughs> No, I'm not having it. it didn't, okay, I've got another one. I, mean, I did another one just to prove it. I, I, right. I had a feeling. I had a feeling you try and poo-poo my hard work. Oh, come on, okay, then fair so enough. I've, I've produced a different another one. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. This will prove it. Okay. And I'm going to make them your physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain. I'm speaking, of course, about Alex Shane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, again. Proof positive. There you go. I'll be honest, <laughs> I, I just respect the fact you've had enough time. Play the third one just to, just to, just to hammer the point home. All right, I'm, I'm still not having it, dude. Do you, you respect that he's home. got enough time? I feel sorry for his wife. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, here we go. Dedication. Frustration. Motivation. Disqualification. Right, I'm not. I'm sorry, but no. Wait, was that a haiku? <laughs> All right. Johnny Fear recites poetry live on to piss off. This program is scheduled for one fall. That's an acronym. Sorry. I'm not having I wasn't it. Swearing. I'm not having it. I can't. I can't let you have that. I don't understand what you've got, what you're getting at. That's not Johnny Fear reciting poetry. That's it you. Was. That's you getting bits of Johnny. Very well. It's creative. It's okay. very, very well. I went up to him and I got him to do that to a tape recorder. That no. There's, 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 that's <laughs> obviously not the case. Are you, trying to, are you trying to say that I edited clips together off YouTube? Yes, I don't be that, yeah. ridiculous. Well, it's either that who, who or... Who would spend the time doing that? It's either who, that or indeed. you recorded him in one bit and then got him to stand over in a corner in an empty hall to do the next bit. Well, I'm offended. I might do a Daniel Bryan and walk off set. I'm actually offended I think you should you, walk you, off set. that you would think that I would do that. You, you dared me man-to-man, Mark, and I have, I have achieved. I have come through. I've done exactly what you asked me to do. You told me to get Johnny Fear to recite poetry on air. I've done it. That was poetry. It rhymed. <laughs> it rhymed. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I think oh, we should ask God. the listeners. I think the listeners will back me 100%. We've got, got a few minutes. minutes. Yeah. We've, we've got eight minutes of, of the show left. What do you think, listeners? Um, I, I don't know if I, can, if I can accept it. I've really got no idea. Should, um, we, let, should we let the listener decide? Yeah, let the listener decide. Quickly text in or email in 07399085508 or email studio at beyondradio.co.uk by three minutes to. I want an answer. Um, and if not, um, I'm going to have to ask you to do it again. And <laughs> do it properly. And do what, it properly, what do you yeah. mean, do it properly? Do it, actually, like actually go to get him, him to, to say some poems rather and than... If you th- and if you think you can get away with that again, we want it videoed. Just because it'll be more funny. Yeah, you want course. it video. Yes. <sighs> Although the listeners won't be able to appreciate the brilliance. I want to hear that. what the listeners have to say. Yeah, we'll hear what the listeners have to say. Listeners have to say. Get in what touch. do the fans think? Oh seven three double nine oh eight fifty five oh eight studio at beyondradio.co.uk. Whilst they're doing that, Evil Lewis, your evil eye for this week. My evil eye for this week. I've got a bunch of evil eyes this week. I've told you about this, Mark. Come well, on. Go on. Well, go on. Give us Come one. On. Then. Give I, us one. I, I just there's there's so many. There's so many. Okay. Again. I've, I've got to go back to Johnny Knockout. I've got to go back to Johnny Knockout. I don't know. What was that guy thinking? I, I actually want to find out. I actually care whether or not he went off script and decided, do you know what? I'm never going to work for WWE anyway, so I might as well just get on TV. It's live, so I can say whatever I like. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. Would you do that? 
Probably, yeah, to be fair. If, if you were booked on a, night, on a, a worldwide wrestling show yeah. to just get destroyed in, in, a, in a couple of minutes by a huge monster, and you got to do a live interview in ring, and you were told, right, and we want you to say this, would you go, eh, maybe I'll just say something that I think's funny instead to, you know, amuse my mates? Of course, myself. of course I would. That sounds like something you'd do. Yeah. Okay, so... At, at the end of the day, that's your only chance you're ever going to be able to do that again. Yeah. He knows that. Yeah. So, yeah, of course I'd do that. Exactly. That guy, that guy is now going to get so many independent bookings based on that. Yeah. He's never going to work for WWE, but he wasn't anyway. Come on, let's be realistic. Did you see that, Greg? I did, and I thought he was, uh, he was, he was ver- verging on Star of the Week, I have to say. Yeah. But not quite as good as The Miz. But nobody could have picked him. Because a local competitor <laughs> isn't one wrestler. He is, That's he is a now. series of wrestlers. He is now. Um, we have got a text message. And I have got that much respect for, for him at this point that I'm using his name properly. Okay. Stallion says no. Lambert's bullying a fast one. Well, he would say that. He's my, my commentary partner on Preston City Wrestling and the alpha male, apparently, of Alpha Omega Wrestling. He's never like me. He's got it in for me. So, so far it's spoken. And the, the fans he supports Newcastle United, so I don't think he's particularly credible. I think you should discount that opinion. No. Nope. Is anybody, el- anybody else? Anybody else? No, that, that's it so no. far. Is that... <sighs> like, look, right, okay. I'm going to need more time. Okay. But, uh, he, he, won't, he won't return my calls. He won't speak to me. He's basically gone AWOL ever since Chris Ridgway pretty much single-handedly destroyed his shoulder as well mm-hmm. at, at Vendetta. So well, it, he's not really going to want to allow me to come up to him and, Greg. Then, and then suddenly say I wandered lonely as Greg. a cloud, is he? I mean, come on. Greg, you're going to be... a ridiculous dare. Greg. What you... do you expect me to do? Greg, you're going to be at the Winter Gardens on September 17th, are you not, managing Nathan Cruz? I will be, yes. I would imagine Johnny Fear will be there also. Well, he's incommunicado. I imagine Johnny Fear will be there also. And other resorts. Is so... in Spain? <laughs> that was a couple of years ago when Johnny Fear was in Spain. Okay. The promo still exists on YouTube. Okay. Um, I watched it the other day. He ram slams an inflatable dolphin. It's well worth watching. <laughs> what was that about? Um, yeah. So I imagine you'll get an opportunity to cross paths with him. Not that I was trying to edit any YouTube footage. Though. Of course. No, no why no, would no, you? Of course. Why, why would I? Why would you? Research purposes, Greg. Research purposes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I well, think it, you'll get a guaranteed opportunity to cross paths with him then, at least. But I think his career's over. I just think he's disappeared. He's another one of his disappearing acts. He's gone AWOL. I don't think we'll ever see him again. I think it's an unfair dare. And I think I should be given points for creativity. Oh, no, you do get points for creativity. Yeah. It amused me very, very much. And, and yeah. But it doesn't mean you've done the dare. It doesn't mean you've won. I need more time. Two weeks left. As Liam Gallagher would say. I know. Again, I he, think... He'd say it more like this, though. I need more time. <laughs> It'd stand like a banana whilst doing it as well. I think we could leave it standing and give him the opportunity to get it done almost in his own time. Okay. We'll see how you do next week. And obviously, I, he... can't dare, I can't dare any of you two back until I get it done. Not yet. That's right. Yeah. Unlucky. Um, Safe. <sighs> so Safety. What are we watching for next week? All the wrestling, Mark. All of the wrestling. All the wrestling. There's going to be turning, all of it. Turning point as well. Obviously, fantasy wrestling points up for grabs. Yes. Yep. Looking forward to seeing what happens with EC3 and Drew Galloway with mm-hmm. Aaron Rex, the former Damien Sandow. I'm looking forward to seeing... ref. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing what words Matt Hardy can mispronounce for us this week. Yes. And it's how spectacularly he can do it. That's going to be my... That's the thing I'm looking forward to most. And of course, week. the Cruiserweight Classic coming up very soon in the WWE Cruiserweight Classic. It's going to be an all-British class, clash in the quarterfinal between two close personal friends of mine, Noam Dar. Zack Sabre Jr. are going to show an international wrestling audience what British wrestling is all about. It's going to be fantastic. Very, very good. Uh, We're looking forward to that. So um, that's the end of the show for this week, ladies and sirs. Thank you all very much for listening and tuning in. Uh, Catch up on the podcast if you haven't been able to listen to episode one. Um, Get in touch with our Facebooks and our Twitters. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. For my colleagues, Mr. Eva Lewis. Goodbye. And Mr. Greg The Truth Lambert. Goodbye. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, my name's been Silent Mark. This has been this program is scheduled for one fall, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>